welcome to Crossview Radio, a weekly podcast for Wayne County. I'm John Marino, pastor of Crossview Church in Orville. We exist to glorify God by exalting Christ and magnifying the gospel for the joy of all nations. Well, I'm going to start off today with a uh, perhaps what may be a controversial statement. If you are attending church online, then you are not attending church. If you are not present at the in-person church services of your own church, then you are not attending church. Uh, During our own in-person church cancellations earlier this year, uh, we, uh, Crossview Church, were not holding church. Um, You might be able to call what we were doing online as a live stream. You might be able to call that Uh, a chapel service. You might be able to call it a Bible study, but you cannot refer to it as uh, church. So I want to discuss on today's podcast a simple and straightforward ecclesiology or the doctrine of the local church. And I want to discuss this in light of all the COVID stuff from earlier this year, as well as all that is continuing to happen. But first, I want to start off by maybe just kind of giving a little bit of background uh, of our own church's experience with online streaming before COVID hit. Uh, Going back to our YouTube page, uh, I see the first service that we ever live streamed was on September 16th, 2018. And actually, we had done live streaming before that, but it was limited to a private Facebook group as we worked out some kinks. And so outside of the whole COVID bit, Uh, We never advertised our live stream availability. Uh, That is because we really only had one goal in mind uh, when we started live streaming, is that we wanted to provide a way for Crossview members to hear the preaching of the Word of God when they were providentially hindered from being with us. So people who are at home and sick, who cannot attend, we wanted to be able to help them out with the intention that uh, they would hopefully be back soon. And so we never really advertised uh, our uh, online presence. Uh, The church live stream was certainly never intended to be a replacement for the gathering of the local church. It um, was hard for people to find, I guess not too hard, but it wasn't front and center on all our advertisements, and that was intentional. Uh, COVID really changed uh, none of that philosophy. Uh, When COVID first hit, we elected to shift to an online-only format. Uh, But to be entirely clear, uh, that was not intended as a replacement for the church. And I wanted to address this issue today because with all of the increase of the online live streaming for churches, uh, I'm afraid that some people are thinking that they are participating in or attending church. And I would like to say that they are not doing that. Uh, When Crossview Church had online-only services, uh, we were not attending church. And if you were watching church online, you were not attending church. And so I'd like us to consider what the Bible has to say. And I think uh, what we're going to do is make the argument today uh, that uh, the in-person physical presence of being with one another is 
required, is part and parcel of what it means to meet together as a church. Uh, Hebrews 10, 24 through 25, perhaps one of the clearest verses in this context, says, Let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day drawing near. So we would obviously conclude that when the Bible says meet together, uh, this means that you are with one another. You are physically present with each other. And why is this important? Well, in the context, it is because of Christian discipleship. Stirring up one another to love and good works, as this passage talks about, and encouraging one another. Uh, According to Hebrews, it requires being with one another. It requires being together. Uh, Text messages are no replacement. Emails are no replacement. Even phone calls are no replacement. Zoom is no replacement. There is a need to be together as the church. And this season uh, really has taught me as a pastor that there is no way to minister to people in their anxiety and fear and all of those kinds of issues like there is being with them. Being with people, seeing them face-to-face, being together is crucial in Christian discipleship, in ministry, in evangelism, and all of those things. And if we were to go beyond this, we would also acknowledge that the ordinances of baptism and the Lord's Supper, those cannot be done virtually. Uh, Baptism is a fairly obvious one because it requires someone to baptize someone else, and we can't do that online. But what do we make of all the churches uh, who have delivered communion supplies and trying to hold an online communion service? Well, I would suggest to us that statements particularly in 1 Corinthians 11, would teach against this practice. Just take into consideration all the verses in that chapter that require communion to happen when you come together. And so in 1 Corinthians eleven seventeen, it says, when you come together, it is not for the better, but for the worse. In verse 18, for in the first place, when you come together as a church. Verse 20, when you come together. Verse 33, when you come together, wait for one another. Uh, Verse 34, uh, when you come together. And I think that we could add on top of these passages, 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 17 says, because there is one bread, we who are many are one body, for we all partake of the one bread. And so what this verse is teaching is that uh, communion portrays the unity of the church. It uh, portrays the togetherness of the church. And so to participate on your computer screen really seems to undermine this principle. And this is why uh, we as a local church decided not to offer an online option for communion. There are other passages in the New Testament that teach that we have to be together or imply that we have to be together for worship. Uh, Acts 2, 46, day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes. Acts 14, 27, when they arrived and gathered the church together. Acts 20 and verse 7, on the first day of the week when we were gathered together to break bread. These activities of the local church all require being together. And so this brings up a very important question 
you might want to ask our church specifically, uh, why did we stop meeting uh, if that is the case? And I'm going to answer this question from the wisdom of Richard Baxter, an English Puritan who lived in the 1600s. He asked this question. He said, quote, may we omit church assemblies on the Lord's Day if the magistrate forbid them, end quote. And so he's asking, is it okay to stop meeting as a church if the government says no meeting? And his response is this, quote, if the magistrate for a greater good as the common safety forbid church assemblies in a time of pestilence, assault of enemies, or fire, or the like necessity, it is a duty to obey him, end quote. And so our conviction was, at that time, considering the limited amount of information that we had, based on wisdom such as Baxter's, as well as based on Romans 13, and out of an expression of love for others uh, in their physical safety, it was to temporarily stop meeting together. Now, it would seem at this point that the projections that were made at the beginning have been proven to be incorrect. And furthermore, the government has moved the goalposts countless times on us as we have tried to respond in good faith to this situation. And so looking back on the past five months, it is questionable whether Richard Baxter himself would consider this time a time of pestilence worth obeying the government over. But this podcast, of course, is not about Richard Baxter's opinion on COVID-19. This podcast is on what it means to be a church. And so I want to, in light of this topic, ask a question. Are there exceptions to meeting as a church? And my answer to that question is, yes, there are exceptions if you are providentially hindered by the Lord. But I do want to give us a word of caution here, and that is that there are times where we see a whole lot of situations as being providentially hindered by the Lord, but really are not providentially being hindered by the Lord. And so if you are, uh, in all actuality, being providentially hindered, which the Lord in his sovereignty does cause and allow these situations to happen, um, and, and I'm not uh, rebuking those who, in the Lord's wisdom, have been prevented from attending church, if you find yourself in that particular situation, then yes, I encourage you to take advantage of the various online sermons and the like. But don't claim that you're attending church when you're doing that because you're not. Church is something different. Church is an assembly, uh, is what the word ekklesia in Greek means. And so you cannot have an assembly that is not assembling together. Uh, it requires being with one another. And if you are someone who is not being providentially hindered, then your uh, response and your duty before the Lord is to go to church because online church is not a replacement. We need each other. We need to be with one another. 
the lo- the unity of the local church is in jeopardy when churches are apart. Opportunities to minister to those in need of help are not the same as when you are together. There are some ways in which we have been encouraged to um, enhance and strengthen our online presence. And we certainly, as a church, want to look for ways to fix bugs and errors, but we don't have any plans to substantially uh, enhance the online experience. I'm really just simply content to leave uh, our online presence as a basic online presence, um, partly to just prevent people from believing it's a sufficient replacement for the church. And one day, if that format, if the live stream format ever hinders us as a local church from accomplishing our mission, then we can move on from it. The church survived for 2,000 years before live streaming, and it will survive just as fine now. It's always been the case in church history that hardship has the effect of revealing the true church. I preached a message a few weeks ago where we saw that the hardships of life put nothing inside of us but only reveal what was already there. And so let us be the people who love the church, who love God's people, and who love gathering together. Thanks for listening to Crossview Radio. I'm John Marino, pastor of Crossview Church in Orville. We meet Sundays at 10 a.m. at the Orville YMCA. To find out more about Crossview Church, visit us online at crossvieworville.com.